Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. And welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to episode 294, Mindfulness on Monday or Mom. Last week I talked a lot about an article that I read about why Gen Z is so depressed. And in episode 291, I talked about what we can do to address that situation and to help our kids become independent and practice uh, standing on their own two feet and building resilience and building self-confidence and all that kind of stuff. In that episode, I talked about how important it is for us to not overreact when our kids do something, we find out about it, they tell us something, they ask us something, and to have as neutral a tone in our voice as possible. I have met many kids who have told me that they don't tell their parents anything because their parents overreact and they don't want they don't want it. They don't want to deal with it, they don't want to hear it. They're just rather not tell their parents. And I know that parents want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on with my kids. I totally get it. But the quickest way to not know what's going on is to overreact when they tell you something or you find something out. So today, I wanted to talk about the power of the pause. This is one of the mindfulness things that we talk about and how powerful it is. It's so powerful, when, especially when it comes to our teenagers. Our teenagers really don't have to tell us stuff. They can try and solve things on their own. It might not work out that well for them because... They may be more impulsive and lack the critical thinking skills or the um, the judgment that would help them to make a better decision. But they certainly can and will try to handle things on their own if they don't want to hear from us, if they don't want to hear our overreaction. So how can we not overreact to our kids? And one of the things we can remember and utilize is the power of the pause So when our teenagers are coming to us and something comes to our attention, they tell us or we find out about it or something, before we get involved in an interaction about that issue or that thing or that mistake that they made, we must pause and we must ground ourselves, pay attention to any fear that is arising within us any anger that is arising within us and see if we can really understand where that's coming from and why. Because if we 
come at our kids with fear or anger driving the bus, that's the quickest way to shut them down. And then we lose connection with them. We disconnect, we become further apart. When probably in that moment, they need to be connected to us more than ever. And our overreaction is going to accomplish the exact opposite. So if we find out about something that uh, brings up fear, anger, uncertainty for us, we must try to pull ourselves together. So if our child, if our teenager comes to us and tells us something that we don't want to hear or tells us about a mistake that they made or a stupid, foolish decision that they made and the mess that ensued as a result of it, we have every right and we, we are, I encourage you to exercise your right not to respond in the moment. It is perfectly okay to say to your child, to your teenager, any age, but I'm specifically talking about teenagers right now, it is perfectly okay to say to them, I'm going to need to think about this. I can't really discuss this right now. I'm going to need some time. I'll let you know when I'm ready to talk about this. Maybe you need a few minutes. Maybe you need to sleep on it. Maybe you need to come back the next day. But it's much better if you give yourself the gift of that time and space to ground yourself, pull yourself together, get yourself into as neutral a place as you possibly can. Now, your child might squirm at the thought of this interminable time going by when they'd rather just swallow the, the bitter medicine and deal with your overreaction They just want to get it over with. Ultimately, you coming to them in a better frame of mind, a more neutral frame of mind with clearer thinking is going to be better for everyone. And a natural consequence of making a mistake is that maybe your parent has to take some time to think about that mistake that you made. And that waiting period can be excruciating for kids. But that's a natural consequence of whatever the mistake that they made might be. And so there's nothing wrong with telling your child that you need you need a bit of time to think this through. And just don't engage about it until you're ready to try to have a neutral conversation to help your child to look at what they might have done wrong, why they might have made the decision they made, what the ramifications of their decision are, what kind of mess they made, and then what they're going to need to do to correct that mess. That's generally the conversation that we have here at home with our kids when they mess up. What did you do wrong? How did you come to that decision? What kind of mess did you make? And what do you need to clear up that mess to fix that mess that you made? This is another way to help your child to develop those critical thinking skills and to face the consequences of their actions, but to have their parents standing beside them as their trusted advisor and their consultant rather than the prison guard to the prisoner. 
if we're coming at our kids from an I told you so, I know more than you, how could you screw up, you're so irresponsible, we're again, we're just going to shut them out. But if we can stand beside them and help them to look at the situation and the role that they played and the mistake that they made and what they need to do differently next time and what they now need to do to fix it, that's the advisor. That's the role of an advisor. And that is the role that we need to be playing for our kids because they need to start figuring out how to solve their own problems. And that's what's going to help them to be more willing to call us voluntarily when they get older. So today's mom episode, I want to remind you about the power of the pause. It is a vital tool to have in your parenting toolkit. Before I wrap up today's episode, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for the feedback that you guys are giving me. And I want to ask you to please pop on over to iTunes and leave a review for this podcast Reviews help people to find, help new listeners to find the podcast. And I don't have a lot of reviews, so I'm counting on you. Thanks a lot. Wherever you are in this world, I hope you make it a fabulous day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to erin at erin-taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.